Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast sponsored by Agent Truth, where agents go to grow. Jeff Seabach, Phil Sexton, here we are. We're back. I'm happy to sit across the glass table with microphones in front of us. We're shooting these videos. We're shooting this podcast. We're putting them yeah. up on the world yeah. because we're really... We're now from coming from the from the mindset of abundance. Oh yeah, enough. We're, we're going Christopher Columbus. We're going to a whole new world. Season right? six, season six, where we're expanding outside of the Seabock team, outside of Arizona to bring one of the true industry greats. Right, because sometimes. We just want to learn how to run a rock star team without going crazy. That's what today's title yeah! is. <laughs> how to build a rock star real estate team. And we actually have a uh, our guest, our, our first guest of season six, who we got to tell them a little bit more about the season six structure. So okay. before right. we get into right. the author of how to build a rock star real estate team without going crazy, first, I want to say season six is based on this. We are going to interview... Uh, rockstar agents from across the country on the podcast in a, in a normal podcast format. And then on the following Monday, after we release the podcast, we're going to do a live Q&A section for them. So if you listened to the podcast and there was any um, loose ends that didn't take good get, notes so you can ask the yes. author, Katie Spaniak, your authentic question to get authentic answers. Yes, Katie Spaniak, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> wow, what? What an introduction that was. <laughs> well, awesome. I'm not done yet, though. Hold on, Katie. Katie, then we tell them why we should listen to. Katie. Okay, all right, because because this podcast to just give it an intro, why it's going to be different is we're bringing on anyone that does at least a minimum of 10 million a year, and it is truly about helping people learn how to sell more houses. So we're only going to talk to the actual per practitioners. It's not going to be a platform for us to be selling anything. We're trying to give away just good, wholesome advice to anybody out there that's looking to grow their business. So today we're, you know, Katie last year did around 60 to 70 transactions for 38 million. Is that right, Katie? Yep. About that. Yep. Right. I mean, she was in EXP world, uh, someone that I look up to because she was icon instructor of the year right I mean, like the, the reigning the rain the right yeah you're talking seventy thousand agents and she was the reigning instructor of the year so you, if you don't think you can get good stuff from her you're just obviously listening to the wrong stuff well i know that you love agents that sell and you know that i love agents that sell and volunteer in the industry okay and so she's also the president-elect of the north shore barrington association right what yep. do they call that yeah, in right. the woods well, it's called NASBAR. 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 <laughs> See, when you, when, you, when you volunteer as much as Phil has, you know they all got nicknames. <laughs> well, <come on. laughs> like, when, when I first got into Arizona and I heard people talking about armless, I thought they were literally talking about somebody with no arms. I didn't realize <laughs> that, that was the Arizona Regional Multiple Listing Service. Is the oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, ours is long, too. We're NASBAR. All right, all right. Are awesome. So thank you, first of all, for joining us today so that we can dive into your success yeah. and tips and tricks that you have for other agents as we talk about the book that you wrote, which thank you, by the way, for writing a book for teams that is based on 2022, not whenever that red book came out. You yeah. used to be at Keller Williams, right? I was, I was, okay. yep. Three and so, years. 
let's talk. I, I want to turn it over. Yeah, to it's your turn to talk. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's share a little bit about, I know that um, one of your superpowers is how authentic you are and how honest that you are with your clients. And so I just want to say like, how in the book are you, are you um, helping other agents understand what that means? Yeah. So, you know, ever since I started, I, I've looked up to a lot of agents. I kind of just dug into it when I first got my license uh, 10 years ago and I sold a lot. I did, you know, I, I did extremely well in my first three years, um, sold 38 million in my first three years. And I just thought that's just what people did. And so I tried to start a real estate team at that point. Um, and I pretty, I had my ups and my downs and, you know, my book is really about what I finally found works because in the course of having my team, um, I probably had, oh my gosh, I probably hired over 40, 30, 40 agents. I've had another 20 to 30 people, actually administrators working for me. And I've, I, they're, none of them are with me anymore. I only have one person who's been with me for three years. And so it's actually after that three years that I've really been building this team that I have. So that's really what it's about. I'm very authentic about um, what I've done right and what I've especially done wrong, because I wish that somebody would have told me some of the things that I'm teaching to people right now, because it would have made life a lot better. And I would not have spent so much money and wasted so much time and had so much frustration. So for can, sure. I, I mean, I'm looking for an example. So like what, like, how do you explain to people that you're, that you're authentic? Like, what does that mean? Or do you have a story or, you know, how would you, how do you talk about it? Well, you know, I can kind of start in, um, I got my license in 2012 because I was going through a divorce and it was, you know, very hard time for me. I had not worked for the previous five years. Um, and I had three little kids, they were three within three years. And so my oldest was eight, I believe it was, or nine, she was nine. And so it was really hard. And I sort of just jumped into it. And I, at the time, you know, for anybody who's gone through a traumatic life experience, it's hard to get out of bed. And I had a very, very hard time literally getting out of bed, let alone going through a divorce in my community where I grew up, where people knew me, um, trying to navigate it with my kids. And it was, it was a real struggle. And so I had to figure out how to get out there and sell real estate to people. Um, with everybody knowing that I was going through a divorce, you know, that, yeah, that and if you and, hadn't worked for five years, and I hadn't worked. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was very difficult for me. And so I, I just kind of started to accept this is just the way it is. You know, this is, this is just the way it is. And I'm just going to be truthful and honest. I'm going to go out there and do my best for everybody I can, because I have no other options at that point. And so what I, this is what I really love. And Phil, I love to hear that you like to talk about giving back. I, I feel very, um, it's very important to give back for me personally to this industry. And the reason why is because real estate not only helped me become a successful, financially successful, personally successful, it really helped me get out of my depression. It helped me realize that I was more than I thought I was. And so I had to become a better person. And in, at the same time, I sold real estate. And so they work together. And for you guys, you know, is that you can't not, you know, you can't get rejected thousands of times. I mean, you figure I've sold 500 homes. I mean, think about how many thousands of times I've been told no, or buyers didn't use me, or I didn't Absolutely. get a listing. 
You get and beat so, down in this industry of rejection. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, once I really thought about that is I had to keep getting myself up and pulling myself back forward and doing it over and over again. And I thought, you know what? I am have, I have really honest about my path and my struggles and my failures. And I want to pass that on to other people. Did and, you have a mentor or any, who did you go to for the strength? Was it a book? Was it a, a friend? I mean, because that's a very challenging situation. You know, um, I will tell you, I, I did read a lot of books. Um, I am now currently, I'm married now uh, with a wonderful husband who is really, truly my business partner and supports me in everything I do. Um, and so I, I had, I had that, but I also had myself for my children, for my three girls and I needed to show them that I could do it. And I did, you know, I, I showed that to them. And so real estate for me is more than selling homes. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> As a parent, so I got three kids under the age of 10. I'm like, you're just connecting with me. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you want them to be proud of you. You want to show them that they can do it. Yeah. You know, and and I, and I did it and I did it. And I, I was able to pull myself up from what I thought was the deepest, darkest moment of my life. And I did that because of real estate with real estate. And that's what I try to teach to others. And that's why I'm giving back is that there is so much more to this industry than just selling homes. It's more, we hold people's future in our hands. You know, I mean, this, the, the, the information, the consultants uh, information that we provide to people is significant. I mean, we can cost people hundreds of thousands of dollars if we're wrong. And so I take this very, very seriously. And I try and pass that along to others. And I say, listen, if you do this, if you work this hard, you can also become not only financially successful, but a better person. You'll get to understand yourself and you'll be more authentic. And so going yeah. circling all back around, that's the hey, authenticity. I'm a, I, I was thinking authentic, like does that mean you tell people, okay, I'm going to show up, but I got, I'm going to have my, 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 my three little ones in the back of the car. You're like, prepare them for <laughs> no. the experience of what that is. that way authentic? I mean, <laughs> no, no. And they're no longer three. They're you know, <laughs> in college. <laughs> I, I want to I kind of circle back though, into the Rockstar yeah. real estate team aspect of that is, is that one of the messages that you lead with when, as you're recruiting agents to your team? Yeah. I do. I, when I'm talking to agents about joining my team, I first, you know, they'll, they usually will say, I'm looking for training and I'll be like, okay, you know, I know before they know that I'm, I'm the right person. I'm the right mentor for them. I know that, but I'm not going to be like, you know, telling them that I have to work with them. I want training and I'll say to them, I know you're not going to get any better training than you're getting with me. I just know what I put out to my agents. I know what I got. I know what I give and I give all this to my agents, daily coaching calls. I'm on with them every day. I mean, that's part of my life. And it's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not making any money off that. I'm, I'm just coaching them because I believe in this so much. And I've been able to ramp up some of my new agents very quickly when they've been at other brokerages. And so that's, that's part of what I'm doing for them. I just know that when they come to me, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to give them different information than they hear from other people. I'm going to give them the real stuff down to earth. Um, is, that part of your, is that part of your blueprint? I know we were talking before you were talking about, is that kind of a piece of it there? Yeah, a little bit. So kind of what the, the principle behind the Rockstar Real Estate Team uh, book 
is that when I first started, when I was growing so fast, I honestly, I was told that I needed to find one person to do everything. That one person would do it all. They would do everything except licensed activities. You know, they do your marketing, they do your mailings, they do your database, they do all this stuff. And it was so easy to find, right? It was so easy to find. All you had to do was spend 40 hours a week recruiting for that. (laughs) That was it. Like, no, literally I went to, I paid, I paid thousands of dollars to have people teach me that I needed to recruit for not recruit. It wasn't even recruiting. It was interviewing, interviewing for 40 hours. I was doing life stories. I was whiteboarding. I was, I mean, I was like in, I was like, this is what I'm doing. And it was crazy. Okay. Cause then what I do is I interview these people and I commit all in I'm this is the one, this is uh-huh. the person who's going to take me to the next level. This is great. I need, I need some time for myself. I can't do this anymore. And so <laughs> it never worked. The problem was, is that one person cannot do it all. I am who I am because I am awesome. And I'll just say that I was able Back to, to her do being authentic. Not, <laughs> not, not in a conceited way, but like I sold 38 million in the first three years because of what I did. So I didn't realize that other people couldn't do that. I just thought other people could do that. And so what I had to realize is that I had to take a step back and recognize, okay, you are who you are. And that's what I tell agents who are reading the book is that you are special because of who you are and nobody's going to be you. So you can't find somebody to replace you. You have to find somebody to replace the tasks that you do. And this is the significant difference is basically my idea. And what I started doing about three years ago is I started just outlining tasks. So I wrote down all the tasks that I do. Everything can be from negotiating, putting lock boxes on, bringing uh, brochures to the house, every individual task. And then what I did is I took five of the tasks that I basically wanted to give away that I couldn't do anymore. That was a waste of my time that nobody cared about. And in, in my book, the example is putting lock boxes on houses. You don't need me to put a lock box on a house. So what I did is I outlined exactly how I wanted that to go and then found one person to do that, just that task, just that task. That's it. Putting a lock box on the house. And the way you find those people is you have to find somebody that doesn't need the money. You have to find somebody who you like, somebody who's responsible You know, so you have to, it has to be though somebody who doesn't need the money because when you're starting to hire, like when I would hire a full administrator, I had to pay them full time. But the problem was, is I couldn't train them necessarily. I didn't have the time to train them. So there was a lot of downtime because they didn't know what to do because I was too busy selling homes. So the idea is that you start with the tasks and then you fit that person into those tasks and then you grow those tasks from there. So you need to find somebody who doesn't really need the money. That's really the key because then you can do it part-time. You can do it per hour. I mean, thinking I mean, of the, the, the chance for, for agents uh, on Monday at 1 p.m. Arizona time to ask questions, because the question that I have right now, and you don't have to answer it, maybe we can answer it then, is, is how much of that did you write out 
right for them? Was it just you gave, you know, the you mean the instructions on putting the lockbox yes, on the house? Yes. Like how much did she actually have to document to prepare for that one person right. to do that one time? I don't want to bog it down now, yeah. but I mean just stuff like that, because that's what I would be curious about. But I mean to let the people ask the questions however they want it. But but the opportunity on Monday to follow that question. So um, I actually, I have heard the uh, the lockbox example used from people that talk about this strategy a bunch that I'm excited to see. And I want to dive into the weeds with you a little bit more, Katie, on Monday on what else? Like, yes, lockbox is one of the simplest ones, but then I want to know, like, how deep, how deep did yeah. you go? Like, are you, are you having, are you hiring one person to do the task of the listing appointment? Are you high? Like, but let's, we'll get into that. So if you guys want to attend the live Q and a on Monday, there's a link in the show notes okay. or in the podcast. If you go down underneath the YouTube video or underneath the podcast, there's a link that you can click on to register so that you can participate. And then we're going to do a live zoom from wherever you are in the country so that you guys can ask Katie questions as well, just so that we can. And help. We're working. We're welcoming all comers. So if you have a friend that you would, that, that you would yeah, like to join. invite, please invite them, please join, please subscribe. We're trying to make this an interactive process. Um, let's, continue with the with the blueprint yeah yeah so you know once you once you find once you have that one person and that one task who are working together then you can add more tasks on to that one person if that person is responsible you know the idea is that i was able to start this process and procedure and uh, with actually my stepdaughter who was 15 at the time one of the tasks was uploading paperwork now, uploading paperwork, it's a job that nobody cares if I do or not, but it was easy to teach her once and have her do it in her free time. So the idea is that you can get numerous people to work for you and see if they're actually doing the work. So it's cheap because if you're not busy, you're not paying anybody. The time is very simple because all you're teaching them is one task at a time. And the stress, it's done. I know that when I forward a document to my stepdaughter, I know that it's uploaded. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. her only job. She knows that's her job. And I'm thinking like, okay, where did you, where did you go to find it? I mean, obviously you went to family, but did you introduce any other resources in the book? But no, I, so I had, I had a different thought on the of topic. Course. And that is, it's amazing to me how many times we have helped agents hire somebody to offload tasks and like Katie described, they invest, they go and they think that this is going to be their business partner for 10 years. And so they treat them as such. And then that person um, moves. That person decides that they want right. to go back to teaching or they want to become a nurse. Like that person's life goals may not align with what you want their life goals to be. And so then that time, energy, and effort yeah. that you put into them goes to nothing other than educating yourself on what you don't want for the next hire. And you know what? That is exactly right. And that's something I write about in the book because I believed in my mind years ago that everybody wanted the same thing I did, a career, a full-time job, money, all this stuff. And I have a woman on my team who loved just attending inspections. She, that's all she wanted. And she was great. She was so friendly and nice. And then I was like, oh, how about I give you this? And how about I give you this? And she's like, whoa, whoa, back up. I don't want any of that. I love being a part of what I'm doing for you. She loves being a part of that team. And I didn't realize that people out there just want to be a part of something. They don't need to be a full career person. And so that's how you find those people. 
for the team is they want to be a part of something. They don't necessarily want what you or I want. And that's okay. Because once you invest, like I have done numerous times, you, you're just blindsided when they're like, I'm done, I'm leaving, I'm moving, I hate this job. You know, we're like, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna hold, but before we move on, we're going to go ahead and mark the time because what we just went through right there is going to be a clip that we post to the internet. Like, let's be real. That social, like what you just said is so valuable, I think, for everybody to understand. And the fact that you wrote it all out in a book so that we can all go, like, when is the book? You just finished the book. You don't even have, I can't even buy the book yet. You No, you can't. My, my proofreader literally just sent me the final copy for me to proofread. Um, so I'm, it will be though, within the next couple of weeks, it will be out on Amazon to buy. Awesome. All right. Well, yes, I, one thing I, know. I want to define because because <laughs> when she's talking about it, I'm thinking in the back of my head that her team's much bigger. I want to, I would like her to talk a little bit about the structure of her team. And then I know like she was talking about I, just, just, no, I was yeah. like the people and what they do. Cause it seemed, she yeah. said she's had lots of roles, but what if she now, you know, after 10 years of doing this, what is the, it's almost like a nitro team, right? Like it's, it's super focused. So tell us about just, yeah. How, what the what the roles are of the people and how many you have or whatever. Yeah, so I have basic, I almost kind of have two teams. One is the Spaniac team and one is the Fusion X team. And the Fusion X team is more like a hybrid team, which I'll talk about in a minute. My Spaniac team is the, my team that I that is basically how I make money. That's what I'm doing is I'm selling real estate through there. Um, I have a awesome licensed uh, COO who basically handles my listings. I've got a transaction, full-time transaction coordinator. Um, And then I have a buyer's agent. Last year, she sold about 12 million. So she's successful. I did start her on the Rockstar Real Estate Team method um, with this. That's how I did it with her as well. Um, I have somebody else who helps me with a lot of administrative stuff. I have an inside sales. So we we're not super big. We're not, this is pretty much it. And then what I have is I have what I call my fusion X team and it's a hybrid team. And these are basically people who have partnered up with me at EXP. People have joined me, um, because they want basically what I'm providing to them, which is so much coaching. Um, so they have the opportunity, you know, Part of the problem with the team is that the team leader and the agents, you know, they don't always want the same things. And that's why I was getting frustrated running my team is because I wanted one thing. I'd want them to work, you know, all day or two hours lead generating a day or whatever it was. And then I got to the point where I had to say to myself, I can't want it more than they do because it's a very frustrating thing to really want something for these agents that weren't willing to put in the work. So I was like, I'm not, I'm done. I'm done. So I created this Fusion X team, which is basically people who say, Katie, I want to be with you at EXP. I want to partner up with you. And they come on, I give them daily coaching, live daily coaching. I give them accountability training. I give them pretty much everything. In addition, I also give them leads. If they sell one of my leads, we split it 50-50. If they go out and do their own business, they get to do whatever they want. They don't have to give me a split. They don't, and, you know, and, and because in the beginning, uh, one of the things that's always an argument is that, you know, and I'm sure you guys know, you get a new agent who comes in and he's like, I'm going to sell to all my friends and family. I've got so much business. My split should be higher. Uh, really? What? Well, people ask that. Agents <laughs> negotiate splits? 
Oh my gosh. Year yeah. one, year they're, two, year three. They're, they're, the agents, they're just different in Illinois, Jeff. Oh, no, but Katie, you don't understand no. how different they are that they should deserve a different split, no? You know what? I got so sick of arguing about it. I was like, you're not going to sell anything to your sphere. Like that was the bottom line is I really felt like because of all the leads and all the, everything I was giving them, they were going to sell my stuff. They weren't. So I stopped arguing about that. I stopped arguing. I said, so anybody who came onto my team, who was, who, who was actually on the Spaniac team, it was, I was like, fine, take 75%. Go ahead take it. I don't, that's fine. But then my, my team splits are lower. So because I, would, I needed to get the stress out of my life. Like for me, that was stressful. Um, and so basically what this Fusion X team is, is that, you know, they don't have to partner up with the Spaniac team if they don't want. Let's say they do sell to their sphere. Let's say they sell, you know, 25 homes in their first year of their sphere. That's awesome. I want them to do that. That's what I'm teaching them to do. That's what I'm training them to do. You know, if they decide, Hey, you know what? I do like working with Katie. I do want her to do all the transaction management. I do want to get all the support that I'm getting. Then, then they can come on the Spaniac team. So it's a, it's a, it's just a different hybrid. I like it a lot. I think, I think it's you recognizing that the industry is changing. I love the fact because you're what we believe in, and that's a practitioner that's then offering authentic advice to the people in your in your sphere, even though she's not requiring them to be a part of her sphere. I love I love the model. Exactly. Um, I think that actually it's interesting when you look at the uh, the the horse and the carriage or the chicken and the egg. But I feel that this hybrid team is something that the EXP model has actually helped to explode. It- right. Absolutely. And I talk about that in the book. The brokerage is managing all of the nuances of all of that fun jazz. It doesn't even matter what goes on when they do deals. The brokerage takes care of paying you. You're even though you're not really involved in that conversation, that's all just their relationship with EXP. Exactly. And now now we have a, uh, a company that for the first time incentivizes you who does 38, 38 million dollars a year in business to, to share, to share with these other agents to help improve their level, yeah. which is the same thing. I mean, like yeah. we're all at the same, same company. This is why we wanted to talk to Katie. Continue, yeah. Katie, go ahead. No, absolutely. You, I put this in the book because I really believe that EXP is really, truly the only model that can do this. So it's a win-win for the team leader and the agent because the agent then can kind of decide what they want to do, what's beneficial for them. But then I feel good giving all this training to these people that yes. do want it. Yes. It makes me feel like, hey, you know what? You're going to take it. I'm going to give it to you. I will give you as much yes. as you want, you know? And so I, I, it's more fulfilling for me as a team leader than a regular just basic team. And EXP truly, I think, is the only way this can work. I do. I think it's the only way it can work. Well, I, I, I mean, it's the positive about the EXP that people don't hear about in the amount of different ways that you can make money. I mean, the reality is, is it's a way that you can leverage uh, your knowledge without having to carry all the weight. But then there's a win-win on both sides, right? Oh, like, they so make it simple for us to share. They make it simple. But not, I don't want to get too hung up on the whole EXP thing. I want to get back to kind of the blueprints that you include in the book. And mm-hmm. you've talked about buyer agent a few times on your team. Do you also have a listing agent? 
Right now, I am the listing agent. Um, I, that is my job. So my job is listing appointments. And that's pretty much that negotiating or what I'm doing. Um, I've got down a complete system. Basically, I'm doing a listing intake. And then I'm not back at the house again. Um, and pretty much everybody else is supporting the team. Okay. I have a client concierge. I want to ask her a tough question. So uh, this is what I love about practitioners versus people that don't. So how many listing appointments did you have either in the last 12 months or last year to give us an example? You know, that's a good question. I'm not real good with my numbers. Um, I probably am going on one to two appointments a week. Um, I would so maybe a hundred yeah. appointments, maybe? Yeah, probably. Okay. Are you a one-step listing process or a two-step listing process? Ooh, I am. I am a one-step, and you one cannot, and done. One and you done. Cannot, you cannot beat me on these. You I, cannot beat me. So <laughs> I have a. I actually have a secret. Let me go ahead and share the secret, Jeff. You're not going to be there at the live Q&A on Monday. <clears throat> That's You're going to be out of town. Yes. I think um, out of country. But yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get into that too much. So I know that you want to ask all your questions now. Oh, so I, I wanted to get them out there so they can answer because yes. I'm not going to be there. You Sorry, can, can you me. tell? Okay, you can I, I get, right. and I'll ask it for you. <laughs> That's awesome. So you yeah. have uh, your buyer's agent. Like how um, structured did you have to make what they need to do for you to be comfortable giving them leads? Oh, this is something I talk about is so stressful because when I first started my team, you know, like seven years ago, I thought everybody else was just like me. Here's a lead. I went out. I killed it. I was like, I'm taking that. I'm selling. So now I'm thinking, oh, you know what? I'll take half of that or whatever split. It didn't even matter. I'll take a portion of that if I don't have to do the work. Right. And so then I'd be like, here's a lead. Go do it. This is awesome. I'm going to make 50% on this. <laughs> And then they're like, I'm like, well, what happened? They're like, oh yeah, she didn't call me back. And I'm like, oh, she didn't call you back. So then, so like, you go, this did you leave I a message? <laughs> oh yeah. You know what? I had to go to the doctor and I'm like, oh my gosh. So that's when I realized that what, what I would have had at $10,000, I, I knew what I would have made 10,000. I was willing to make five by giving away the lead, but now I've made none. And so for the first year of doing this, my income dropped because I, I, I thought everybody, like I said, I thought everybody else was just like me and they're not, they don't, not everybody. That's, I mean, that is a, you know, a very uh, normal to think that we, Agreed. you think that you actually just believe, like I thought the same thing, but continue on. Yeah. So what I did is I sort of, I, once I, I basically blew apart my whole team and I just stopped, I said, this is over, it's done. And then it was just me and one other person and I sort of rebuilt, but I still, I, I will tell you, I'm, I'm not a great buyer's agent. I don't really necessarily enjoy showing the homes. So I'm like, I can't, I got to get somebody to help me. So I know it's terrible. I'm an awesome listing agent. I love your long. honesty. Like I, I now believe all that because pre-show. Okay, just so you know, pre-show, I asked her a question to test her authentic and honesty. That was a way better. That answer. was way better <laughs> answer. That was an outstanding well, answer. No, oh, I no, because like, a lot of people get into business because they think that showing homes is fun. I love that you were. That was no. great. I'm yeah. like, it's a toilet. I don't know what else to tell you. It's a toilet. <laughs> 
He you know, so stove in that example. He goes, it's a right. stove. What do you want to know? I don't know what else to say. This is I'm the just... first time you've been in the house, the refrigerator there. We call it the kitchen. Like, come on. <laughs> We've been here five minutes. I know how much this house is worth. So I don't have a lot. I don't, I don't have a lot of patience. But what I did is I did the same model because early on, what I did is I'd hired these buyer agents. I'd say, you're lead generating from nine to 11. I'd say, you need to call these people or you need to do this. Or, and they were like, what? You know, and so I stopped doing that because it wasn't working and I created this model. So I have a licensed agent who did not need the money. She wanted to be a part of something. She's responsible and she had 20 years of sales experience. And so I brought her in and I would pay her just to open a door. That's it. Just open a door. So I would do, I would still do it, but it, I worked, I did one task. Did you call it a showing agent or did you do door opener? What was your name? Door for? opener. I, you know what? At this point I was so exhausted. I didn't even care. I just needed the door opened. So I'm like, just go, you're going to go and you're going to, you're going to schedule this appointment and you're going to open this door. That's your job. Like, and then she'd be like, oh, this was fun. And then she's like, oh, can I do some more? Oh, you want to do more? Okay, great. So then I'd give her more responsibilities and then she could do them. And so I, I would do it like 25%. I'd say, okay, so now this is your role. This is what you're doing. And you know what? I did have to give up a couple of them that I knew she kind of, not, not blue, but things that we've all been through, you know, like a couple red you flags. You don't anyone to be perfect. It's okay. Yeah, so you you have to be willing. So do we. Yep, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, you have to be willing to let a few of them go, which was fine and not get upset or worked up. But then it got to the point where she was like better than me. Like she is a way better buyer's agent right now than I am way better. And that's, she and actually I, likes it. She, <laughs> loves it. She, hate, she would never want to list home. She hates paperwork, you know? And, and so if I had tried to stick her into the old model that I had been trying to build, that I had been taught to build, she would have quit. So I lost a lot of really, really good people. I mean, she sold 12 million last year. Wow. 20. Yeah. So, I mean, I lost a lot of really good people because I did not meet them where they lived. I was trying to fit them into my mold rather than saying, Hey, what type of business do you want? Let me see if that works with what I want. And I can't want it more than you. So if you tell me you want to make $150,000 a year, that's great. I'm going to start you out by paying you per showing. And we'll see if you're actually going to make 150,000 a year. You'll know after the first three showings, You'll know. So there's zero commitment. That's good, Katie. I love I it. I love it. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you right now that I know we're wrapping up. We're closing out on our time at this point, but I'm like already starting to make notes well, of my I, questions. I got lots of questions. Obviously, yeah, send, them to me. Okay. Right. send them to Where me. Where do I put them? Do I put them in the show notes? Where? Put them in the comments. I'll read them from the show. If you can comment on YouTube for the video or if you so, want to. Right. Yeah. Comments and we'll make sure. Comment and I'll add comments. I'm going to start. Is is there an agent truth email that they could send the comments to? Is there a text number? I mean, what else? I'm just how how do you submit? You want to make it way harder than it is? You You tell us. You can write it in the comments. Go to YouTube and write it in the comments. Yes. Leave us a comment. Give us a like. Leave us the question. All right. That way, if you can't attend at one o'clock Pacific time on Monday, June sixth. I'll still read your question. And then that link will go to where you can get the recording of the live Q and a, if you weren't able to attend live in in person, but I'll tell you right now, Katie, just be prepared. When I come to that live Q and a, I want to get into a little bit of how you're able to generate all the leads to support that $12 million a year buyer's agent in addition to all of your stuff. But 
I'll let you think about it for a few okay. days. Okay, that's a good you one. Answer, before you answer, yes. yes. You got it, but, um, you got it. How, hold on, I want to make sure I get this right. How to build a rock star real estate team without going crazy. Coming soon on Amazon. It is the book authored by Katie Spaniak. She works out of, it, it, I don't want to say this correctly. You're like north of Chicago? Yeah, I'm on the North Shore. So okay. we're, we're north of the city. North of the city. How, how do people read you directly? Yeah, if they how wanna... can they say, hey, Katie, will you please let me know when the book comes out? Uh, yeah, you know what? You can go to Meets Katie. Uh, there's no E on that. M-E-E-T-K-A-T-I.com. And there is a sign-up sheet there that you can just get um, the book. You can just sign up there and I'll make sure I send out the link when it's ready. Hopefully soon. <laughs> it's been awesome. a labor of love for sure. How long? Just curious. I'm I, within the next month. No, no, no. How no. long did you write the book? How long did it take to write the What's the oh, labor of love? How oh my long? gosh. You know what? The book took like total one month to write. And that was like maybe eight days. I You're mean, a I writer, just obviously threw, no, no. I just threw it down and I was like, wow, this is pretty good. This is some real stuff, but it was the reworking of it. I, my dad is a journalist and so he reworked it. And then I did a second proof and then I hired a proofreader. So awesome. it's been about six months while I'm trying to sell real estate. So yeah, I learned something today. You a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Katie. Thank I'm you. You were awesome. We, yes, this is great. You guys are great interviewers. Like fun. Season six. Fun, fun. Yeah. First episode, we're off with a bang. That was great. So awesome. Well, hopefully we see you guys on Monday. If not, go to the link in the comments and we will send you the recording. Right. And any feedback, we appreciate it. Thank you, Katie. Is there anything else that we missed that we didn't talk about that we should get out there to the world. No, this was fun. This was fun. I think anybody who's interested in my book, just reach out to me. I'm very, very easy to get a hold of too. And I try and help everybody I can. So awesome. I, maybe one of the other questions in the live Q and a is where did she bury your ex-husband? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Thank you, Katie. Bye. Bye. Bye.